Yeah. Night come and never sleep on me. I some a change to get night go get what you're looking at. Food night noon, honey monkey go find your papa from another yeah. I got low like undercover yeah. Wanna know my name? Juji and I need a wee boy about a beat and guess you can even guess me cause I'm baby. Hi everybody, welcome to One Drink, a podcast where we talk about one topic for one drink. I'm Matthew. And I'm Oliver. And this is our Medal of Honor show. Yep. This is where we uh Talk about, you know, all the recipients of the Medal of Honors. We've been through many. We have been through many. And, and we we're have gonna... many, many, many more to go. And we're going to have many, many yeah. more. Uh, we love them, and we're going to start it off. You ready? Yep. World War II, U.S. Army, Eli Whitley. Eli Whitley. Yep. This guy was a... Was a beast. He was a they're badass. All, they're all badass. I know, they really are. <clears throat> While leading his platoon on December uh, 27, 1944, in a savage house-to-house fighting through the fortress town of Sigalism, France. Sure. You That's like pretty that? good. You like that one? Yeah. <clears throat> he attacked a building through the streets, swept by withering mortar and automatic weapon fire. He was hit and severely wounded in his arm and shoulder, but he charged into a house alone and killed its two defenders. Hurling smoke and fragmentation grenades before him, he reached the next house and stormed inside, killing two and capturing 11 of the enemy. Holy crap. So he just got his arm pretty much just blasted. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not done. No. I'm going to go capture 11 people. I'm good. Right. arm. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. So. And I'll kill two to boot. Yeah. And he did. With one arm. Good guy. He continued leading his platoon in an extremely dangerous task of clearing hostile troops from strong points along the street until he reached a building held by um, fanatical Nazi troops. Fanatical? Fanatical Nazi troops. I like that word. Although suffering from wounds which he had rendered in his left arm useless, he advanced on his strongly defended house and, after blasting out a wall with a bazooka fire, charged through a hail of bullets... He shoot his bazooka with one arm. I don't know, dude. How strong was this guy? I mean, you ever seen bazooka? A bazooka? Yeah, even, they're this big. Even back then, and you gotta hold them like this. That's what I'm Unless someone helped him, I'm. Ho- I don't know. Uh, he rushed into the house through the hole. And Maybe he just like hip fired it. Torn by he could have torn by rockets. Killed five of the enemy and forced the remaining twelve to surrender. So he made another twelve. Surrender. So that's so he. How many? Did that's he, totally many? twenty-three. Oh my <laughs> god! With one arm, just I mean, and that's he killed seven and captured twenty-three by himself with one arm after he hip fired a bazooka. Hip fired. Jesus Christ! <clears throat> As he emerged to continue his fearless attack, he was again hit and critically wounded. In agony and with one eye pierced by a shell fragment, he shouted out for his men to follow him follow to the next house. He was determined to stay in the fighting and remained at the head of the platoon until forcibly evacuated. By his disregard for personal safety, his aggressiveness while suffering from severe wounds, his determination, leadership, and superb courage, Whitley killed nine Germans, captured 23 more, and um, spearheaded an attack which cracked the core of the enemy resistance in a vital area. Holy moly. So not only was he just done out, he's just like, let's go. Let's. Jesus Christ. The bazooka, though. Dude. 
the bazooka with with one arm. Man, that's unbelievable to me. Guys, I man. just I as badass as this dude is, he must have hit fired it. Just you know, yeah. grabbed it like this Ugh. and went. And now you know he must have had a strong presence because to surrender to a one arm, you know what I mean? Like yeah. And imagine the <clears throat> boost that that must have gave his guys. Oh. Like, to see him... How are you going to quit when he's not? No way. The guys behind him were right pumped a hundred times. Oh, man. Good point. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, so, for me, I have a sh- very short one um, this week, um, but it's about a topic that we really haven't like covered yet so yeah. far with these Medal of Honors. It's Pearl Harbor. Uh, um, so, this is Francis Flaherty, uh, U.S. Navy, World War II, uh, for conspicuous devotion to duty and extraordinary courage and complete disregard for his own life above and beyond the call of duty during the attack on the fleet in Pearl Harbor by Japanese forces on 7 December 1941, um, when it was seen that the USSS that the USS Oklahoma was going uh, to capsize and uh, the other was given uh, and the order was given to abandon ship uh, Flaherty remained in a turret holding a flashlight uh, so that the remainder of the turret crew could see to escape thereby sacrificing his own life wow. and that was huge mm-hmm. huge yep wow yep yeah so I mean, short, short but sweet, though. Um, but yeah, you know, Pearl Harbor was one of the things that uh, that we haven't really discussed. That is very um, true on this Medal of Honor story, and uh, I'm I'm sure that we'll come across that we'll come across some more yeah. in the future. And the thing that I love about these Medal of Honor stories, honestly, <clears throat> is it's it. You never know who's gonna get it, and like mm-hmm. the little task that this guy did was not so little. It was right huge. And he got rewarded for it, you know yep. what I mean? So it's like, yep. it's just things like that. Like, every time we do these stories, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. Yeah. But a Pearl Harbor one, we will definitely do in the near future. For sure. We definitely got to do a full show on Pearl Harbor. Because that was, I mean, you, when you think about it, you know, the boat. Yep. All the pictures. Oh, and it's crazy. Just going up on that sand. So and, sad. You know, even I think one of the video games, like Call of Duty or whatever, mm-hmm. it kind of like replicates it a little bit, but yep. nothing like in real life. Those guys yep. are amazing. Yep. Just like these two guys. For sure. Simply amazing. Yep. But unfortunately, just like my story this week, this show is going to be short and sweet because <laughs> our camera is uh, yelling in devastation um, at its battery level. And it's uh, about to die. So, um, from all of us here at One Drink, we appreciate your views and your comments and your support over the years. Everything. Don't forget that you can uh, check us out on both Facebook and YouTube. Hit the sub button, click on the bell notification to be the first ones notified when a new episodes drop. Yes, and please share with one person, and I think we're done. And that's it. Battery dead. Love you guys. See you. See ya. <laughs> Okay, it's red with an arrow through it, dude. I was like, I was staring at it while we were while we were doing our fucking readings, dude. I'm like, oh my god, please don't turn off, please don't turn off, please don't turn off. Damn, it was like one second.